This the block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Let's get it. Hour two, stream only. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Thanks for finding us here on a lovely, lovely Friday. Friday in the capital city here in the 402. Glad you're along for the ride. I hope you found us from the radio. The Royals are on taking uh, on the Giants, the Giants home opener out there in the Bay. Strick, I just saw a picture from San Francisco. They got a big old battleship in uh, McCovey Cove right now for the Giants game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Going all out on opening day. That's that's, that's pretty dope, man. That's legit. Is the wind blowing in or out? Uh, Couldn't tell you. Couldn't say for sure. Did not see. Yeah. Um, A little bit of research to, to wrap up what we were talking about last segment with the unanimous MVPs. Did a little digging during the break. Here are the, the people that got closest before Steph to win unanimous MVP. Larry Bird in 85-86 got 73 was, of 78 votes. Yeah. Larry Legend. Uh, MJ in 95-96. So his first year back mm-hmm. off of retirement, 109 out of 113. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Uh, then number three, this is one that... Surprise. A little bit of a surprise. KG, big ticket. Hmm. 120 of 123. Wow, that's pretty good. Big ticket worked it out. Not too shabby. Uh, number two, Shaq was the closest, 120 out of 121. Which year? Uh, 99, 2000. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, listen. Um, I haven't told you this story, but it's a, it's a Shaq story. Real quick. You ready? Lay it on me. Um, you only get this content on the stream. Because we <laughs> we can't give it, I might might give it to the radio at some point in time. Okay, check. Here's a story, Shaq story. All right, <clears throat> we're playing the Lakers. Um, that year that we 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 were playing them, we actually tied for the second best record in the second half of the season after the all after the All Star break with the Lakers with the best best record. Okay, we missed the playoffs by ten games. If we do not sign Dennis Rodman, that what we talked about in the show, and this is only what reason why I'm sh- kind of sharing this is because we talk about chemistry mm-hmm. and what it can do to a team and how it can affect it. It literally cost us a playoff run because we lost like almost, I think, 10 games out of 12 or, or 13 with Dennis, right? Mm-hmm. He just wasn't on the same page as us. Like literally, we changed our whole pregame workout because Dennis would, pr- prior to the game because he would go and lift. We would be waiting. We go do our shooting. We'd be waiting on scouting reports. We'd be waiting to talk to you know Don Nelson on the board, and we'd have to wait on Dennis because he freaking is still getting in the shower and doing his routine. Right. Hmm. Um, I was mad about it one time. They freaking left me. Because I was a few minutes late. No, I, I, I was late. I should have got left. But Dennis was a few minutes late, too. They freaking waited for him. 
course I'm like, did. you've got to be freaking kidding me. What's tricky guy? I was, to get a and ride? listen, I'm sitting on the plane too, and I'm 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 yelling. I'm like, I'm you know, I'm I'm pissed off, right? Well, yeah. I'm sitting on the plane. I'm like, how come we ain't leaving yet? Where why we what are we waiting for? We, it's time to go. I'm I'm doing all of it. I'm rowdy on. <laughs> You wild? I'm wilding. I'm wilding on the plane because I'm mad, right? Because I had to pay for a freaking ticket to get there. Okay, so Shaq's story. We're um, Shaq is literally dominating. Sean Bradley was our center at the time, one of our backups. A couple of them, I think, was Sean Rooks, and one was uh, AC Green. So we weren't very, very big. Also, um, he played at Michigan. Um, Eric um, Riley. Okay. So Shaq is literally catching the ball in the post, and he's like, boom. He turns, spins, boom. He dunks like three, four times in a row, right? And so I'm, I'm sitting on the bench at the time, and I'm pissed. And I, I did something. This would be a dump moment, but I'm not going to say what I said to where it gets dumped. Thank you. So I said, Coach, Evan put me in on him. I said that not thinking Coach Nelson was going to do it, but Coach Nelson said, well, get in there and go get him. I went in there. Shaq was my assignment. You gave Big Diesel some five minutes of the game. Nice. He never dunked on me. Now, the funny part about it all, Austin, was Shaq would get the ball. Like, because see, remember, you could be physical back then. Yeah. So, I'm 6'2", 220. I'm leveraging him. Get up underneath him a little bit. And he's like, he looks down at me like, (laughs) David Goliath type joint. Are (laughs) are y'all serious? And so he goes, but I got great feet. So Shaq goes to make his move. Oh, that chair get pulled? Charge. Ooh, smart. I I leveraged him because I knew it was going to make him mad to where he's like, are y'all, I'm about to put him in the rim and i just stepped back stepped over took a charge and it happened twice to where he had to go to the bench because i got extra fouls on him nice never dunked on me who is more proud of that you or coach nelson me and i (laughs) but but see i used to do stuff like that austin because i wanted coach nelson to trust me i wanted him to trust me with anybody i.e fourth quarter and you can go look this up fourth quarter we were getting dominated and we ended up beating them back to back. And I think I, I, I tweeted one time the, the, the ending shot, Dirk ends up shooting an air ball. I catch it on the other side, put it in with no seconds. And we ended up beating yes, them. Sir. It was a back to back. They were the, they were the champions. Yeah. Right. So we had no matchup for uh, the San Antonio Spurs. They had David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Sean Elliott, six, nine, you know, uh, That's Mario Ellie, six, nine. Yeah. Mario Ellie, six, four, five. And then the little general. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure out how can we change the game to make them work against us? So Tim, uh, so coach is like, okay, strict, you cover Tim Duncan. This is why, you know, doing stuff like this over time, he's began to trust me. Mm-hmm. I covered Tim Duncan. It was either Dirk or sometimes AC covered David Robinson. Seth Sabalas covered um, Sean Elliott. Michael Finley covered um, Ellie. And they would put Steve to be like the Russell Westbrook move against Parker. 
Uh, no, Parker wasn't there. Uh, yet. Johnson. Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson. So Avery Johnson, we just kind of would play. Let Steve. We let Steve roam mm. because we're just like we want Avery to shoot. But the other thing was, how are you going to guard us? Right. Okay. Robinson and Duncan aren't moving on the perimeter like that. Right. And remember how Duncan liked to play. Duncan liked to play not necessarily on the block, that off the block. So he would like to get the ball off the block, face up guys that he could, you know, give a couple moves to, be by you at the rim, get them to jab off of him, pull up and bank shot. That was his thing. So I leveraged him enough because I'm like, ooh, put it on the ground, Tim, so I can I can go get it. Because that's, you know, that's my, that's my area at this point, yeah. right? And I was strong enough to keep him off the block, and all I had to do was block him out. We ended up beating him that game. I played Tim tricky. Duncan the fourth quarter of the whole game we ended up beating them because i you know i come down and i'd be like which one of y'all i'm about to give this to you're gonna put tim on me who's gonna be on me so we would run and that's how we beat them how did other teams not figure that out did it was just that there there was one eric strickland no see so so i was ahead of the time as a combo Mm -hmm. I wasn't the traditional point guard of the day. I wasn't like Stockton and Gary Payton and Malone. The anomalies of the point guard position was the Magic Johnsons, the Penny Hardaways, Mm -hmm. so forth and so on. Those were the anomalies. It wasn't an anomaly, but I just was a player. So I was one of the initial ones that didn't fit the category of guard two guard which was usually that six five six six Mm -hmm. to six seven then you got the three which went from six seven to six ten and then you had the fours and you know the anomalies was like freaking anthony mason who was only six five but freaking rock diesel Mm -hmm. so though we didn't so so there was anomalies but but then i was just a normal player and that's what don nelson like that's what he was trying to create with Chris Chris Weber mm-hmm. out in Run TMC, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't buy into it. We did, and that's where we started to get success, and that's why I knew we were about to go to the next level. They traded me to New York, but freaking a, I knew we were going to win fifty games if I stayed, and they did. They ended up winning fifty games the next year. Just didn't get to see the culmination of all the <sighs> blood, sweat, and tears that you put in. But that's all right. I was just glad Mark Cuban sent me to New York. That team had just come off going to the finals. Uh, that was at Sprewell, mm-hmm. Camby, um, Allen Houston, uh, Charlie Ward. You know, that same team. It's just Coach Van Gundy was just uh, – he was a he was a coach that – it was a six-man rotation. But what he didn't understand is 82 games is long. You're playing six guys. Hey, we didn't have load management. we didn't have that austin right so you're playing six guys seven guys at most um for 82 games lots of minutes you're not gonna have playoff legs man so it 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 cost them you could do that in a in a short season that's why they had success because it was a shortened season Mm -hmm. can't do that in the full season about what point when you're playing six or seven guys do your legs just leave you in a regular season so to give you a breakdown on that, this was pretty common, especially when you're on the fringes of what we are. You you tend to have longer road trips okay. if you have to go west. If you're on a coast. So like in Vancouver, mm-hmm. we, when I was in Vancouver, we literally had a 15-day road trip. God. Two weeks yeah. on the road. Yeah. It's because once you hit it, 
it's tough to come back home. So you would hit it. You would go out east, hit a long circuit, come back west, go up from like L.A., up, Portland, hit a couple Sonic, of games, yeah. and then go home, right? The worst of that was five games in seven nights. God. These cats are talking At about – NBA level. These cats are talking about not having a back-to-back. We had <laughs> two in a week. Yeah. Five uh. in seven. That's why your legs get you wore out, right? Mm-hmm. That's why the game is is back even more back then. It was more mental than it was even physical, and that's why a lot of super athletes, super talented guys, just couldn't hack it because it was really mental. It was really mm-hmm. mental. Is who can sustain and stay, you know, the course when your body just wants to say no and shut down. Who can stay consistent in that area? Five and seven. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. A little short. Little, little, little story time. Fry, fry yay <laughs> story yay. time. Story yeah. time is tricky. Maybe that's a segment we need to bring. Story Weekly time is segment. tricky. Story time is tricky. Yeah, yeah, we have some of that, some of that fun. There's a lot of stories. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, the other player then to uh, miss a unanimous MVP by one vote before Steph was uh, LeBron in 2012-13. Kind of apex LeBron. Yeah. That, that, that Cleveland LeBron uh, he was or Miami, Miami LeBron. Mm-hmm. So to me, um, let, let, start him a text line 402-464-5685 or on the stream. I really do have a question. Which LeBron do you like better? Cleveland LeBron or Miami LeBron or Laker LeBron? Which LeBron, which, which aspect of LeBron and his game, his, the totality of his game, do you like the best? I want your thoughts, Austin. What? what yeah. I, I, so I had to pull up his, uh, basketball reference page just to give me something to look over so i like cleveland lebron james better i mean that's where he was drafted hometown kid you know just a kid from Akron. first time or second time either either one just, just, just the cleveland lebron i like cleveland lebron the best mm-hmm. but i don't think there's really any argument to say that he wasn't at his best in miami because he was allowed to defer right we've talked about that when he has weight he has bosh he can pick his spots a little more he was more free to play defensive rover you know, a lot of steals, a lot of blocks in that time. So, no, I didn't love the way he put the super team together and started that era. Yeah. But most efficient numbers of his career in Miami when he was surrounded by better players. Most versatile guy. He learned to stretch the floor. I mean, the yeah, the first, work on a jumper. The first finals against the Spurs. I mean, yeah. they let him shoot. Yeah. Got in the lab. Shot forty-one percent from three in that twenty twelve thirteen season. So, I don't think there's been a better LeBron than there was in Miami. I'll say that's what's impressed me about him is that the understanding of what he needed to do and anybody that puts a million dollars into his, his training regiment is committed. Mm -hmm. Um, I I will say that this generation benefits heavily on the technologies of the day. Uh, The lessons learned. I I could only imagine what Larry Bird would have been if he would have had the shoe technology, the training technology, the rehab technology, the uninvasiveness of knee surgeries that you can do now. Um, I I look at certain players and I think about that. Uh, Certain, you know, players that couldn't recover from Achilles tears that now like Kevin Durant's and, you know, Kobe's those, how you can recover from that now cryo cryo training um running you like they got freaking treadmills and pools i mean it's just all kinds of stuff to alleviate a lot of the stresses that we didn't have now like guy like me 
um, I'm, I'm blessed that I didn't have any major injuries, Austin. I played on a freaking tartan floor all through high. You know how hard that thing is? Not forgiving. It is not forgiving, and it's not good on the knees and the body. I'm even surprised that I can stand up uh, in the middle <laughs> of the day. Now, I do have some, you know, funny days. But And you but, were working last night. You're a little – you feel it when you got in today. But. <laughs> well, just trying to stay healthy, man. Um, it doesn't get easier. But, man, you guys, which LeBron? Which LeBron do you like? Um, I, I would say I liked um, – I understand what you're saying about the Miami LeBron. Um, I like the success that they had, but it was a very weak Eastern Conference. So weak. And I really like the parity of the conferences now. You can't just run over and run through a conference and just go nuts and run up your stack. Okay, see, that's kind of funny because there for the last seven, eight years, it was the best during conference and the least during conference. I mean, especially when LeBron was back east. Mm-hmm. Not that they always got the one seed. Uh, I remember, you know, they had Toronto every year. Toronto was basically a team. Okay, if they don't stop LeBron, who's going to? And Toronto never stood a chance. Yeah. It was Cleveland out east. That's the only team you took seriously. Yeah. In the West, it was, okay, Golden State's on a dogfight with the Clippers, with the Rockets, with the Spurs before uh, Zaza landed under Kawhi. But now you have... And the Mavs, even. The Mavs, yeah. Yeah. Now you have Milwaukee looking like they have the one in the East. Boston a couple games back. Philly. Philly I still don't take them fully seriously, but they're a really good regular really season good. team. I'm Cleveland's Cleveland. a dark horse. Cleveland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the West, Denver's two games clear. Memphis, who's Denver, two games clear. I think sometimes. Sacramento. I think Denver's fraudulent sometimes. Denver and Philly are the same team. Yeah. Different styles, same team. It's, it's, I don't, I, it's great success, can win, knows how to win. I If anything happens to Jokic, they have no way of winning. Especially if Murray's his, been hurt. Yeah, his numbers are through the roof. I mean, he's like, like when he's on the – his, his – um, Plus minus numbers are crazy sick when he's on the court. Mm-hmm. But if he's off the court, doo-doo. Doo-doo brown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, who else? I was just going to ask. Sacramento. I, I still like them. I don't. Phoenix I don't, clinched yeah. the four. With Kevin Durant. And uh, if, if, if Chris Paul can stay healthy and just guide that team with Book, Aiden. Like, <laughs> shoot. Shoot. They're they scary. They're scary. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, West. they're resting tonight. You have Suns Lakers tonight. Both LeBron and KD are resting. Okay. They haven't I'm played with. since Christmas Day in 2018. Yeah. yeah. That's garbage if you're a yep. fan. That's garbage if you're a fan. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you like, like, listen, um, something that, that I saw, and then this is something I saw that just irks me about refs. Ready? Remember we were talking about that? Mm-hmm. Um, John Morant is talking to a fan in the stands. He's got on a Morant sweatshirt. She paid premium dollar to be on the floor. Mm-hmm. He's there. He's talking to her. A freaking referee gets in his underwear in a bunch. Like he's got a wedgie and freaking tease him, tosses him. For no reason. And all Josh basically saying, I'm talking to the lady. I ain't talking to nobody else. I'm talking to the lady. Now, what was what was dope about it is T. Morant, his dad, goes and FaceTimes Ja and goes over to the ladies that were sitting there 
and basically lets them talk because the lady felt bad. Like she felt like it was her fault. And basically Ja had to basically just console her and say, you know what? It's not your fault. It's okay. This is just, you know, some, something that's happened. Enjoy the rest of the game type of deal. That is crazy. That's how crazy this stuff has gotten. That's out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's there, are they fraudulent? Memphis? <laughs> They're inexperienced. Ooh. Still still need some seasoning. They really pushed Golden State last year. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Sturkey. I've never been the biggest fan of Memphis. Yeah, it's just something about it. Like I know I just I can't know, stand it. I know they love their grit and grind teams, but they just always kind of annoyed me. Like I respect Zebo, Mike Conley, good player. I could just never get behind Memphis. I Mem- couldn't. Memphis story time another time. Not this time. Another time. Because it was Vancouver before Memphis. So that was uh, kind of some funny. So. I suppose. Here's the thing. I want to be behind the Pelicans. They're a team really? I want to root for. Why? Because they're going to be fun. I they like, play fast. I like switchable one through five. I, like I got my Brandon. boy B.I. Yes. I love Ingram. Mm-hmm. Underrated. Very silent assassin, sneaky side, and he ain't no punk. Like you, you can't expect to punk him. Like he's gonna go at your neck regardless. Um, he's like a B minus version of Kevin Durant. But does but does um Zion show up? That's the part that kind of you know who they got. They still got McCallum over there. Yeah, CJ still there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but my thing is, does he show up? I still believe Austin had he came back when when they were in the playoffs making that run. If he could have just been a presence, whether it be in the rebound, the defense, or just even the thought of him attacking, mm-hmm. I think they could have won that series they last year. Could have. I really do. It's crazy, Strake. If you look at Zion's numbers, obviously a very limited sample size. He hasn't been on the court. He is the closest thing we have to a guy we started the segment with, Shaq. Mm-hmm. His numbers in the paint are Shaq-esque. Mm. He's six inches shorter, mm-hmm. but he's putting up Shaq numbers in the paint. He, You know who he reminds me of? He's He has Shaq-esque style. Big baby Davis kind of look. Ooh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm okay. saying? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like big baby and Shaq got together and got had baby Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> like there was some, there was some lab splicing going on for uh, Baby Shack there. That's that's crazy. I want Zion to stay healthy. I do, man. It's good for the NBA. Real talk. If you're listening right now, just just send me word as to who, not Steph Curry, not Durant, not LeBron, not any of them. Who to you is the next face? Give me three faces of the NBA. I'll do this to you. Be- I'll give this to you before we go to break. Got to get Nate on the horn. Okay, here, here are the three that I got: Jason Tatum. I think Tatum's in the conversation. Luca, absolutely has to be. And then I think right now we're talking a lot about Jokic and Giannis, so I'm going to take them out of the conversation. That third spot, I think, should be Zion is there for the taking. I just don't know if it's going to be. They've been trying to get Zion to, to step into the role. Do you think Zion magically gets healthy if he gets traded to New York? James Harden style? James Harden style. 
I think if he ends up on any of those big markets, I think it could be magically healthy. Magically. I think it would be a detriment to him to go to like a Miami. Mm -hmm. But heat culture might break him. I'm still going to throw this out there and I'm not going to stop until it happens. June is slowly approaching. The Wimbenyama sweepstakes, they are they are now NBA, former NBA guys. They are like, this is scary. This dude, this, this, this dude coming is is a scary sight. We still haven't seen Chet Holmgren. No. We don't know what Bush that's going injury. to be. Yeah. Um, he has a very similar type of body that Chet Holmgren has. That's what scares me. The physicality, the travel, the road, the multi multi-games, the new CBA. Not as much load management stuff. Does Wimbenyama stay healthy? He becomes your unicorn. Yes. He becomes your face. What you wanted Porzingis to be. He becomes that mm-hmm. if if he stays healthy. Yeah. I'm hoping he does. But but secondarily, where does he go? I with, still I still frozen. think it's I still think look, somebody with a low percentage in the four, five, eight. You know, not the guys with the forty percent range and all that. And I, I, I just don't see it. I prom. I think he's gonna go to a crazy market. I don't think he goes to a small market. I, I, I think it's gonna be something in the mix. I just, just call me crazy. I'm not gonna say where or who. Just call me crazy. Something crazy is, I think, is gonna happen. I could be wrong, and I'll admit to it. I'll admit to it. If it doesn't happen, I'll be like, well, I missed that one. Worth a call. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Let's take a break and talk to Nate. How about that? Yeah, let's talk to Nate Doggy Dog. Back in the sack down the block.